With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at First, first Listen. Listen. This season... We're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening to the Best of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon Podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight from 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Eastern, 7 to 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. This is the Best of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon on Fox Sports Radio. Well, it is over in Los Angeles. The Cowboys walk away with a 20-17 victory over the Chargers. Justin Herbert is picked off by Stephon Gilmore. The Chargers' last gasp drive ends with an INT. Herbert had been sacked the play before by Micah Parsons, so it was uphill odds at best on those last couple of plays. But Justin Herbert puts a cherry on top of this craptastic Sunday, and the Chargers lose, and the Cowboys go on to win. And look, the Cowboys played well tonight, right? And I give Dak Prescott credit. He played well against a pretty good defense. You know, he made good decisions with the football. He ran the football well, threw for one, ran for one. Look, Dak had a good game, right? I'm, I'm not taking away from Dak. He had a good game. Now, was he unbelievable? Did he control the game? No, but Dak played a good game. And tonight, he was the Cowboys' best player. Okay, I'll give I'll give him that. But this game tonight, the Chargers should have won this game by 10 points. Justin Herbert was so awful and he was inaccurate and he sailed the ball and he missed open receivers the entire game. And it was frustrating to watch. It was frustrating to see just, hey, easy plays that the, the Chargers should make. And it's not like the the Cowboys had great coverage on, on the wide receivers, specifically Keenan Allen. Um, he was open a lot. And mm-hmm. still, Allen could have had a bigger game. And there were plays where Justin Herbert just missed open wide receivers. We talked about it a few minutes ago on a big third and eight from inside the 10-yard line. Quentin Johnston, who could have had his big, hey, hey, I'm here. I'm actually in the NFL uh, play where he would have caught a touchdown pass. Justin Herbert doesn't see him. And I don't know if he locked in on receivers too long tonight or whatever it was, but he was just 
off. And it was a lot of unforced errors. He did, he wasn't sacked until the very end of the game. That time he got sacked by Micah Parsons was the first time he got sacked all night. It's not like he had to keep picking himself up off the ground. It was just a bad game. And when your quarterback, when your franchise quarterback plays like that, it's hard to overcome it. But when you look at why did the Cowboys win, hey, Cowboys played fine, right? Now, I'm sure they'll talk after the game and say, oh, yeah, we're back. We're, we're this. We came in with all the emotion. We had to win this game, and it was so exciting. Uh, the Chargers, they should have won this game by 10 points. And, and I, I look at Justin Herbert and say, he really just crushed them tonight. As good as he is, as great a quarterback as he is, he was just that bad tonight where even an average night by Herbert, and I mean it, it's a double-digit win for the Chargers in this game. 22 of 37 on the night. 227, two touchdowns, the pick, and then that late sack. I have to ask this question, and I do so eh, maybe with my tongue planted firmly in cheek because I was watching it with the fellas here in the studio. They're making it sound so pretty tonight, Alex Tyshirt, Ryan Bershinger. And Micah Parsons on the sack, I mean, he lands on Justin Herbert, right? Right on top of him. Isn't that supposed to be a penalty? Yeah. I don't think yeah. it should be. Uh, but if we're going to call it sometimes – that's one where he came right through him, right? Big hit. I think all of us that are football watchers uh, would agree that it shouldn't be, but in a day and age where we see that flagged oftentimes, seemed in the moment where it's like uh, waiting for the laundry to fly that it never came. Uh, but the pocket suddenly collapsing. And that was on a second and two with just under two minutes remaining. So kind of the curious, hey, let's do a, a big drop back here. Not that you necessarily gonna um, you haven't run the ball particularly well at all. Twenty three carries, fifty three yards on the night, but a second and short seemed like a, a quick uh, get the ball out of Herbert's hands uh, might have been the way to go. But you get the breakthrough for Parsons. To your point, yeah, erratic all night long. There's several throws to Keenan Allen. You could do a supercut of those. Uh, that are just easy. A couple of near misses. You know, the old, hey, the if the DBs catch, could catch kind of things, uh, the interception total would have been higher. And you got a really good effort from the Chargers defense overall. McCarthy decision-making notwithstanding. You know, you did a good job. Tony Pollard averaged two yards a carry. Effective uh, on the, the pass game. But even that was five catches for 20 yards. And then he had one where he should have been stopped after a seven-yard gain, and instead a missed tackle turned it into a 60-yard sprint. So you, you did a good job of containing them. Uh, and five sacks of Prescott, he was under duress, uh, quite the opposite of what you saw for Herbert all night. But they make the plays when it counts, get the, the field goal just over two minutes remaining, and the Chargers can't finish the job for Justin Herbert. And I will be, you know, we're ahead of the curve. We always ask it, right, as much as you make on Staley and everything else, when's Justin Herbert going to win games in the fourth quarter for him? Yeah, look, I'll answer, I'll answer your two questions in the order you asked them. The first one was the penalty that wasn't called Micah Parsons falling on top of Justin Herbert. You're right. It is a play that you kind of see called. But what we have seen in the NFL now, and, and now that we've had enough to look at replay and watch enough games, is that the best I can say for replay is this, and you take this however you want. Sometimes the NFL sees a play and just says, no, it's fine. And sometimes they do all they can 
to make a decision in the re- in the review booth that benefits a team. Boom! Right? Like, they do it all the time. That that's what that's the. It, it's so inconsistent. It's the only consistent thing I can say. Tweet that right? out with the and Elmo in front of the fire. Go. <laughs> and here's the Cowboys who are the beneficiary of that call. If that happened the other way for the Chargers and it was Bosa who was falling on top of Dak Prescott, can I say for certain it would have been called the same way? I can't because the NFL call they call that when they decide they want to look at something and overturn it they do it right like i knew yesterday when the jets were playing the eagles and the eagles go for it on fourth and goal from inside the jets three and he gets stopped and fumbles right i knew when they go back and look at it seeing this play it's okay at what point is he down at what point do you rule the quarterback is down i get oh he's not technically on the ground but you're a quarterback now and you're protected there's a time when you're down I'm watching this replay, and we've seen, you've seen the play that Hurts gets ruled for a touchdown, and I said, they're going to go up, and they're going to look at this soak. They're going to look at this play from a thousand different angles, and they're going to do everything they can to give Jalen Hurts the touchdown. They're, everything they can. The Eagles are 5-0, and and he's a big star. They're going to do everything they can to give the Eagles a touchdown. And what happens? Boom, Eagles get a touchdown, right? All the time it happens, all the time, right? Let me go back to the flag with in the Jets game against Mahomes. When the Jets pick off Mahomes a chance to win the game instead, the flag is thrown after the Jets intercept the ball. And I'm just going off the Jets game, and I'm sure other 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 fans go, yeah, I remember this. Well, when we grab the, the end Cowboys. of the Giants, yeah. Bills last night. Yeah, when right? we played Every this re- team, we played here. Yeah, you can say that. That's the best thing I can say. Sometimes when it's a call like that, oh, it looks legit, yeah, let it go Cowboys yeah Cowboys get the sack but other times it's we're no we need to do everything that we can to look at this to see if it's something we can overturn or that we absolutely need to whatever it is we're going to look so careful at it just to see what we can do if we can really alter this decision from the field and that's what happens that's the best thing I can I can I can answer that about that when you talk about Parson sack if it happened versus the charges best thing I can no it's the curiosity right I mean the Darren Waller getting grabbed held interfered with and it's a no call and off we go into the good night. As bad as Dable and company were at managing that game, should have won that game, right? Should have finished that game off. Uh, you'd look at the the Bears game to go back to that, and the, the Vikings, it was a big play along the sideline because we've had trouble in the NFL adjudicating whether a foot goes out of bounds, whether a ball's gone out of bounds before it's recovered cleanly. The Bears, in their post-game explanation, said, yeah, this is one of those games where there weren't enough cameras, so we didn't have ample angles to overturn that and keep the ball. <laughs> Huge play along yep. the sideline that would have yep. given them uh, great field position instead. Well, you know, the moving on. So to your point, uh, I'm sure some folks are uh, cringing uh, and maybe saying, stop whining Jets guy or Bears guy or whatever, but it is something to consider. There, There is a um, – it is a business, and certain outcomes and, and certain discussions uh, are good for business. And, you know, yesterday was a day where I saw, you know, Bill Krakenberger, who does the show uh, – countdown to kick off here on Sunday mornings. He goes, I don't think I've ever been uh, told by more people that the NFL's fixed <laughs> after the games from the early games of yesterday. Because there was a lot of curiosity, right? Some strange results. And look, that's the NFL in a nutshell. All right, we talked about it with Lock and Four last hour. The only thing that's been a given, road teams are in games and home field advantage is, might be a myth like a Yeti. 
uh, and that the unders are cashing with great regularity. But it means week to week, we're getting some really strange play all along, right? Cleveland, we love the defense. Injuries to key players for the 49ers. P.J. Walker was the quarterback. That was the guy the Bears decided they didn't need as their back. Yeah, I know. And he starts for Cleveland <laughs> and engineers a win. I mean, it is a weird world out there. So, yeah, I mean, have your conspiracy theories. In the end, you got to figure out how to prove it uh, and have some fun with that. And, look, I just think, you know, the human element comes in and there's going to be bad calls, decisions, quick conversations of, did you did you see that cleanly? Because, yeah. like, even the um, – the way the Chargers got the ball back to eventually punch it in the end zone, right? With the Everett touchdown, the punt, you could say, okay, he blocked his protector back in, but the Chargers player makes contact with the returner. So what? why wasn't it called there? Why did the Chargers get the ball after the ensuing scrum? Like, I, it's just curiosity to me sometimes how these are adjudicated. Now, when it comes to – look, that's the best thing I can say, right? That, that's just the reality of the NFL. And, and you know, look, just like in the NBA, the NBA knows what referees they're sending to do playoff games. They know when they're sending Scott Foster to do a, uh, a Suns playoff game. They know when they're doing all of these things, right? They, they know. So you can't sit here and tell me that, hey, officiating is always 100% on the up and up. They know what they're doing. If something gets tilted one way or another, hey, stars get protected, star teams get – yeah, of course they do. Of course they do. And, and that's an example of it because the Micah Parsons thing is something easily, if it was Joey Bosa, I can say, well, by letter of the law, and then Troy Aikman's on TV saying, letter of the law, I, I disagree, but letter of the law, this is, a, this is a penalty. They've been calling this in the NFL the last few years. As long as there is some kind of wiggle room and stuff is open to interpretation, yeah, stuff like this is going to be able to happen. And, and, it's, a, and you know, it, it's not that it's something that, that was something so egregious that cost the, the Chargers the game, but it's something that the other way around yeah you know i I don't think uh, a team other than the dallas cowboys are going to get the beneficiary of that it's not going to happen for him jerry jones is celebrating right now he may be dancing in the locker room (laughs) be sure to catch live editions of the jason smith show with mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m eastern 7 p.m pacific on fox sports radio and the iHeartRadio app at bed 365 we don't do ordinary we believe that every sport should be epic every home run every hit every inning every play from the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field whatever the sport whatever the moment it's never ordinary at bed 365 21 plus only must be present in ohio if you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help call 1-800-GAMBLER this is it we've got an amex platinum pro on our hands ladies and gentlemen we haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the centurion lounge is he connecting to complimentary wi-fi oh my look at that he is and you will not believe where he's going next the amex dedicated card member entrance for the win unbelievable when you get travel perks with amex platinum you're part of the action that's the powerful backing of american express terms apply learn more at americanexpress.com slash with amex what's up everybody this is Stephen a smith when i'm not at my day job first tape you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen a smith show podcast tune in every monday wednesday and friday at the very least as i bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports pop culture business and politics 
you'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. The Chargers falling to the Cowboys 20 to 17. And uh, the Cowboys are going to say, oh, we're so great. We got it back. Uh, the Chargers just said, here, we can't get it going in the clutch. We're going to hand you this game. Um, you want to know why the Chargers fail, right? We, we talked about the, the penalty that could have been called on Micah Parsons for falling on top of Justin Herbert. But the Justin Herbert clutch gene has become a topic of conversation, right? Because each three games the Chargers have lost this year, they've had a chance to win. Herbert's had a chance to win it at the end and hasn't done it. I don't know that it's a Justin Herbert thing as much as it's a Chargers thing, all right? Because I want to talk about a couple of plays in the final in the final possession for the Chargers that that illustrate why the Chargers fall short. Okay, now they get the ball back after the Cowboys take the lead. They have all kinds of time left to go, right? There's just over two minutes left. They have the ball their own 25-yard line. They have all kinds of time, right? Okay. First play is Justin Herbert throwing a pass to Keenan Allen, who runs out of bounds at the 32-yard line. Keenan Allen could have turned it up and gotten the first down, or potentially gotten the first. I don't know if he absolutely would have gotten it, but... This is where, hey, it's the end of the game, dude. And, and yeah, you were just happy getting the ball and going out of bounds. Time is not a huge factor. You want to get first downs because now you're out towards midfield. You get this first down, right? You're out towards a 40-yard line potentially. Probably could have gotten out there. But instead, he easily goes out of bounds. Uh, dude, you got, you got to go for it, man. You got to have some kind of sense of urgency, and you got to play smart and focused. Didn't see it on that play, right? Could have been a first down. Then you, have the net, then you have that play get wiped out because of penalty on the Cowboys, so the Chargers take a first and five. Okay, first and five, second and three. All right, fine. You know, I, hey, I would, you're in four-down territory. I would say three plays to get three yards rather than – but okay, fine. That's what you decide to go with. Justin Herbert scrambles and probably could have scrambled for the first down without putting himself in harm's way. But he slides a good three yards short of the first down. 
dude, it's the end of the game, man. Try to go. I get it. You don't want it, but this is the end of the game. You're trying. This is where you go in and you dive and you hold the football out. You find a way to do it. This is Herbert saying, hey, we have plenty of time. We have plenty of time. And then what happens? Micah Parsons sacks Justin Herbert, and then he throws an interception. I think it's more of a Chargers clutch gene overall, and Herbert being the head of the snake and being the quarterback, he gets the lion's share of it. And, yeah, he had an awful game. And, and yes, it, it, you know, you look at the clutch thing with him, and, and I see part of his fault. But I just overall look at the Chargers in big moments and big situations, and I just don't know if they have it. Like, like they fail on fourth and one. Brandon Staley goes for it, runs all kinds of different plays. And they're not good at it. They can't get a first. The biggest plays of the game, the Chargers find a way to fall short. So I don't know that it's a. It's just strictly a Herbert thing. It looks to me like it's just a Charger thing. You know, Chargers going to Charger. You know, they, they they have chances to make big plays. They hey, we can make a big play right here, and we don't for one reason or another. Either we can't execute the play because because we we just don't, or we decide hey, getting a first down is not really what I need right here. I need to make sure that I get out of bounds when there's two and a half minutes. Left left to go and I can still get out of bounds and get a couple more yards upfield and maybe if it's second and a half yard that's the play we take and we get a first down a little bit easier uh Justin Herbert dives for the first down we get a first down it's a little bit easier I just don't see it overall from the Chargers and 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 to kind of take a make a take a big umbrella over the failures of the Chargers and why they fall short I mean that's something that sticks out to me especially after seeing how they they attack those big moments in the game tonight against the Cowboys well and we've been watching it for years uh, and certainly with with Justin Herbert, just looking up random stats because that's it's it's fun to just find randomness uh, in games decided by seven points or fewer because it's one of my pet peeves. It's not or less or fewer uh, when we're counting. Uh, is he's five hundred coming into tonight? So he'll go to one game underneath. Everybody's punching bag in close games in prime time. Kirk Cousins. Seven games over 500 in his career. <laughs> games decided by zero to seven points. Just to just show you uh, perception uh, and where we go. And and your point on Allen uh, going out of bounds, got himself towards the sideline. And I don't know if physically he just couldn't get himself turned back in and, and up. But looking at the, staying on that side of the two-minute warning might have been it before they'd get back up under center. But either way, you just saw the the excellence of execution. We talk about these game situations. You, you can't anticipate that you're blowing everybody out. I, I would think in season, most of your work is done on fine-tuning for situations like this. I mean, unless I'm just wrong, I, which which is always possible, but unless I'm wrong, but I don't think so. No, but, but, I, but, I'm I, wrong. but like legitimately, right? You're you're talking about these kind of situations of all right, what's getting us the next best play in? How do we execute decision making like that? That's the point of emphasis, and particularly if you're the Chargers, because you've done this now for multiple years under Brandon Staley. This is not new territory where in the final minutes of a game you're stressing and the fundamentals that you've been pretty good at, at taking care of for much of the game suddenly go out the window. Right? It happens too frequently to be an accident. You're just showing here's another data point in the long Wikipedia page of inability to get things done in the final minutes of games because you, you had chances. Your offensive line had done a good job. Now, 
to your point from last hour, this should have never been in doubt. You should have had uh, been able to pin your ears back and be rushing Dak Prescott, who they got to five times over the course of the night, by the way. Um, but for for Herbert and for the Chargers, it's just another head-scratcher of why it, why does this continue? And, and the definition of insanity that we like to use, right? The same thing over and over and expecting different results. This is this is their identity until proven otherwise. If we're predicting a close game, I'm predicting an L. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. Hi, this is Jay Glazer, and you may know me from the world of football or fighting or even shows like HBO's Ballers. What you don't know is for my entire life, I have lived in something I refer to as the gray depression, anxiety. So now I'm coming out with a new podcast, Unbreakable, a mental health podcast with Jay Glazer, where each week, while we talk about mental health, I hope to describe it. Give it words. Listen to Unbreakable with Jay Glazer on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. 
BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Well, the Cowboys win a thriller over the Chargers. Not a well-played game, but what do we always say? As long as it's close. That's all that matters. Uh, Cowboys go to four and two. Chargers drop. I mean, look, this is a this is a game where you, you start to look at the standings now in the AFC West, and you go, "Oh, wait a minute, man! Uh, everybody else has at least three losses. Chargers have three. Raiders have three. Chiefs are now got a two game lead in the division. It's one of those years where the Chiefs haven't been great, but they're going to wind up clinching this thing by Thanksgiving again. It's just going to happen for them." Uh, but we'll hear from Brandon Staley coming up in a few minutes as, as he's uh, getting uh, finishing talking to the media right now. The Chargers lose to the Cowboys. And I can already tell you what one, because the show is ahead of the curve, I can already tell you what one, the big driving headline is going to be for the Cowboys out of this. They're going to talk and talk and talk and talk. And they're going to say how great Dak was, and look at Dak, this was his best game, and look how great uh, we always knew Dak was this good, and they're going to talk about making clutch plays, and Micah Parsons sacked the one defensive play they really made of the game, and they're going to talk about coming off of this loss to San Francisco, and, and the intestinal fortitude of a champion, and going on the road Monday night, well, playing a home game, Monday night, uh, in Los Angeles, look at what they overcame to win. Boy, we really start believing in ourselves when the reality is the Chargers gave them this game. Justin Herbert was awful. It should have been a Charger win by at least two touchdowns if he was anything accurate. If he had an average game, it would have been the Chargers by two touchdowns. There are touchdown passes that he missed on, multiple touchdown passes that he missed on. The lack of urgency at the end of the game, everything you want to say. The Cowboys are going to talk and talk and talk, and they're going to say, yeah, that's great. I have to listen to it, but really, the Chargers gave them this game, and that's going to be the overwhelming narrative coming out of Dallas is, hey, because we have to have this narrative, because we've convinced ourselves every week is so unbelievably emotional that it's the Super Bowl, and coming off of last week's win, how do we get back to where we are? Look at this huge win we made, and they're going to overemphasize the things that they did and not talk about how and understand that, boy, we were lucky because we escaped on this one. This is going to be a win for the team, and we're back, and we think we're terrific. Trust me, that's all you're going to hear from the Cowboys, and it's not reality. It's not reality at all. Well, it should be. I mean, you you take the positive points, right? History is told by the winners. <laughs> that should be on a t-shirt. Or is that already a t-shirt? That's already a thing. Is it already uh, a thing? Really? History is taught by the winners? Yeah, I like that's that. A, it's a pretty uh, pretty old statement, I think. Taught by... I think it's been around a couple thousand years. Hang on. Eh, history is... Oh, oh, Winston Churchill. Okay. All right. All right. Well, if it wasn't in the crown, I wouldn't have known that. Okay. If Winston Churchill didn't say it, I wouldn't have known that. Yeah, okay. so the, the idea just being that, look, I, I won, and, and look, I, oftentimes it takes us into uh, real world and off of the, the playing field, but, you know, the people that, that have the, the victory get to, you know, get that... Uh, verbal history going write it down here's the the tales of our of our win and in this case it's going to be look he was quiet all day but when it mattered micah parsons made the play of the game 
Gilmore had been called for a, a penalty, had been, you know, uh, kind of abused a little bit by Keenan Allen on route running over the course of the day. But when it mattered, he was there and he was the one that secured the game clinching interception. It's all that matters, right? Succeed and proceed. For you had the the big sixty yard burst off a broken tackle by Tony Pollard. What are they going to say? He was when we talk about it for fantasy or for any other purposes. He was over a hundred total yards against the Chargers. Nobody's going to remember how that came to pass. Same thing here for Dak Prescott. He was battered and beaten and bludgeoned all night. Found C.D. Lamb when he needed to. Found Brandon Cooks when he needed to. And your field goal kicker was true. Doesn't matter that Mike McCarthy botched things. Doesn't matter. You know, here in Los Angeles, because it's become, you know, commonplace. Yeah, I mean, the tale is going to be about the Chargers and and late game execution and finding some other stats that are now being pushed forward because people raising their hands on Justin Herbert. Hey, 14 fourth quarter comebacks uh, or game-winning drives, I should say, 11 fourth quarter comebacks, all of those kind of things. Okay. But the sentiment, the gut is that this team finds a way to uh, rip your heart out, to go back to the old Steve Irwin uh, thing that he said so many times uh, in, in his career. So, I mean, you're, you're just looking at uh, a situation for the Cowboys. Yeah, feel chesty. You got the Rams next. We'll see what Sean McVay dials up for you offensively. I know Kyron Williams is hurt, but it's a curiosity, right, of what that offense brings to bear. But you celebrate tonight because your defense, while they weren't spectacular, they made the two big plays when it mattered. They did look, and they won the game. But the, but because of their emotional attachment to every single game this year, they're going to inflate this as something that's this is this is not. Hey, we went on the road and we beat and, and we beat the Forty Nine ers. Yeah, I mean, but look, you're going to fly road, that flag high, heading uh, back home to Dallas. Look, the, victorious. The, look, I, I can give you something great for the Cowboys, but again, with this, I, it comes with a caveat, right? So it is with the Cowboys, but I can give you something great. Look. Dak Prescott played really well tonight, and they will prop him up the next couple of days. Jerry Jones tomorrow will be on 104.3 The Fan, and he'll say, this is the Dak Prescott that I knew. This is the Dak Prescott when we gave him that money. We are expecting games like this, and games like this are what Super Bowl quarterbacks are made from, and and that's exactly what we got from Dak last night, and he was absolutely magnificent. It was Dak Okay, that's you're going to get, and they're going to prop Dak Prescott up. And, yes, he did have a really good game tonight, right? He had a really good game. Now, you know, the caveat is this is kind of the peak game that Dak Prescott can have. All right, Dak is no longer a 25, 26-year-old quarterback where, hey, the best days are ahead of him and, and, and his continued growth is going to be fun to look forward to. Now, Dak Prescott is who he is at this point. He's 30 years old. He's been in the league for a while. This is who he is. This is the best game you're going to get out of Dak Prescott, right? The Dak Prescott games where I'm going to throw for 400 and three, and three touchdowns and potentially throw us to victory, those days don't happen. Right, you don't get that from Dak anymore because he's older. He does. He doesn't just physically doesn't do things. Buddy, like forty yards, including right? that great play yes. fake he and an eighteen-yard yes. scramble. No, this is this. No, look like, at that. Look, hey, no, I'm telling you, this is the, the, he had a good game tonight. Right, Dak Prescott had a good game tonight, and but 
to expect him to be that big dynamic guy that he showed you he was in the past. He's not that quarterback. And with all as great as Dak Prescott played, the Cowboys scored 20 points. 20 points in a game where they should have needed 30. And, and they only had were lucky that Justin Herbert was awful that they weren't looking up on this scoreboard. So for the Cowboys, yeah, okay, look, I get look, you a win's a win. You're excited. You're back. You, whatever you need mentally to convince yourself that things are back on the right track. Okay, I get it. But you know the truth about Dak is yes, this was a good game, Dak had. This is also the best game you can expect him to have, and it's a game where the Cowboys scored 20 points. Right and and they should have probably lost because their defense was lucky that the other quarterback just I, I don't know what happened to Justin Herbert tonight he was inaccurate he sailed the football it's probably the worst game I have seen him play I don't know that I've seen him actually play worse than what he did tonight overall top to bottom so that's the so that's the reality is hey yeah Dak said yeah, celebrate Dak he played great he made clutch plays it was awesome yes he did get sacked a lot tonight he, had, he got sacked five times he still came back but this is now the ceiling for him. If the ceiling is not, boy, hey, this was where he, he made the clutch plays on a night that wasn't his night. No, this is about as much of Dak Prescott's night as he's ever going to have. And is that going to be enough for the Cowboys going forward? That's the big question. Because now the Cowboys winning doesn't put, the, you know, doesn't put to bed the, the 49ers loss or the fact that they fell asleep against the Cardinals. It doesn't, it doesn't do any of those things. But it does show you that, hey, if everything is working, Dak can give you a night like this, and that's really good. But when you're giving a guy, when you're giving this guy forty million dollars, uh, you know, forty-five million dollars a year, you expect, hey, you got to give me a little bit more than that. You got to give him more at times. But this is, but look, this is Dak Prescott, who has been overvalued for his whole career because he's the quarterback of the Cowboys, and he pushes advantage because he knows that Jerry Jones wanted to pay him because. Dak Prescott succeeding for the Cowboys makes Jerry Jones look good. I drafted him. He fell in the draft, and look where we got him, and nobody else could have. He's a draft find for me, and as long as he's paying to be the quarterback of the Cowboys, it looks good for Jerry Jones. So that's, But that's been Dak. But now to think that suddenly, hey, we're going to get this all-new Dak or Dak. No, no this is, this is kind of who Dak Prescott is. So this is kind of the ceiling. So it's great for Dak, but this is the ceiling of what you're going to get from him. That's all right. It's week, the end of week six. Plenty of time. We always talk about set, separating the the league calendar into quarters, and you want to be playing your best football when we're we're heading towards you know Dolly Parton singing at halftime of Thanksgiving Day. <laughs> it's one of the news items of today. So sure, but I mean sure. that that's when you want to start making your run to where you're you're, you're climbing your peak, like the guy off of the uh, the yodeling dude on The Price Is Right. <laughs> I mean, we right, got to but- make our climb then. But he's been Lamar Odom. He's been in every. He literally has been in every other game guy this year in the NFL. Well, you know he's what? Today he averaged nine point one yards per pass play. He's, he's, if you compare that to the league over the year, that would rank second. Okay, that's the one time. Last week he averaged six yards per pass. I mean, this- <laughs> show us today. Show us today. And he got the job done as the Cowboys are victorious. Look, they're not all going to be masterpieces. And he's not counted on week to week to put up massive numbers because normally the defense is going to do the, do the job, right? Last week he ran into the 49ers. This week, the 49ers ran into a really good Cleveland defense. A couple of guys got hurt, and suddenly everybody there is terrible, and the sky's falling. So, (laughs) 
It's what we do in radio and TV here. But it's I'm all made up. Let's go. Put the camera on. He's an every other game guy. He's not a look. You, you're people just want more from Dak Prescott than what he is at. This yeah, point. it ain't my money. No, I know Jerry's the only one that's got to worry about but whether he's but, giving but, me no, no, no. enough completions per dollar. But this is, about, is he winning games? But this is but but this is a but this is about a getting that money and the responsibility you have to produce on the. Listen, field. don't go throwing out Spider-Man quotes that you're changing <laughs> Spider-Man, up. With Spider-Man. great paychecks come great responsibility. <laughs> Is that what you're trying to do here? You know, through five games, He's got six touchdowns and four yeah. picks, right? His quarterback rating is well below. I don't care average. about quarterback rating. Okay. Are they winning? But I'm telling you, they're, okay? They're, yeah, they're four and two. That you know, they'd be at just an average. They'd be the Jets. Yes, if they'd they be- did, they they beat the Giants opening week, where Dak Prescott, I could have played quarterback for the Cowboys yeah, opening I, week. I may or I may not have called them the bum slayers. Yeah, I could have handed the ball <laughs> off. The I'm going to last ball. week. All right, so I mean, look, you, you, yes, you you win this game, but it's it's not that everything is suddenly great and problems oh. are solved and Dak is great. Look, Dak is Dak is is playing. He's he's an average quarterback. He had a good game, but look at look at this body of work. I mean, this is who you are when they needed him. Look what happened last week against a really good defense. He was awful. He was ab- he was awful against Arizona, right? He was awful. This is who he is, right? And 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 the, I, I'm telling you, the narrative is going to be that Dak is great, Dak is great, and just don't believe it. Just understand. Well, anybody that he's that's a different putting out that is a he's dope. limited, but that's what you're going to hear. Or all works week. for Dak, the team. Dak, 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 that's not the truth. And people are still going to expect more from him, and he's going to fall short because he's just not that quarterback anymore. I mean, he was he was on the cusp a few years ago, and I thought Dak was going to take that next step, right? When, he, when he's coming off that 30-11 that and 11 season of 2019, I said, okay, he's going to be real. But then, you know, we have COVID, 2020, and he gets hurt. All right, that's fine. Then he bounces back and says, hey, man, 37 is best season. 37. Three years ago. Shut up. Best season three years ago. Okay, he's 26, 27 years old. Now he takes that leap. And then last year, eh, he was just okay. And now this year so far, he's been less than just okay. And that and that and that's kind of what well, you're gonna get going forward. He's well, because you're never gonna see him being the level he was at. The one year, the one fina- he had two really good years mm-hmm. out of three. 2019 and 2021. 2020, he got hurt. It was COVID. Okay, we'll throw that one out. Just that's something that just didn't exist for him. But the you know, getting back to where he is, you can see already through a season and a little bit over a third since 2021, he just simply isn't that quarterback well, anymore. The bigger thing, right? Because Brandon Staley, we get all into his management of fourth down situations. I still need an, an exorcism in the uh, locker room, given the number of guys that have been hurt and missed time and whatever. But you come into this game, giving up 26 points per game. Defensively, you haven't figured anything out. You haven't fixed anything. And Khalil Mack had a massive game uh, last week with his six sacks, and he had one right off the jump, and they did get to Dak five times today. But coming into the this game, the teams behind them in terms of points allowed per game. Denver last at 33 and a third per game. Carolina, one step higher. Washington, Chicago, the Giants, and the Cardinals. That's it. So it's not exactly a, a world beater. So to you, the, the larger point is you, you didn't exactly go in and dominate a top team. But you did what you needed to today. And you had a good game. 
including that sprint for 18 yards that they will run on a loop because because <laughs> it was a good play fake and and he found the end zone. But the the point being that the Chargers haven't exactly been world beaters on defense. That's the other uh, part of the Brandon Staley narrative that at some point has to get some run as well if we're going to keep talking about fourth down decisions. How about the fact that you can't get your defense off the field oftentimes? Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. A stunning result that I think people are still having some difficulty with. Right now, the Phillies trying to put away the Diamondbacks in the top of the ninth. They lead uh, game one, 5-3, but the Diamondbacks have a runner on, runner out. The Rangers are up two zip going home over the Astros. Mm -hmm. They had a 5-1 lead. They hold on. Nathan Ovaldi gets out of a bases loaded, no out jam when it looked like here come the Astros to take control of this game. He strikes out nine and six innings. He gets the win. Framber Valdez gets the loss. And now the Astros have to go to Texas, have to go, well, to Dallas and Arlington, down two zip to try to get back in the series. Now here's the thing. Is I understand the intimidation factor of the Astros. Here are the champions, right? Maybe they still know the the pitches. Maybe they don't. Here are the champs, and we're afraid of them because they've been so good for so long. It's a lot of the same players from last year, the last couple of years. And, boy, I'm because I can see the Astros going in the next three games and putting up like 35 runs, and suddenly, boom, they're back in this series, right? I understand that. However, however, there's enough history. There's enough data to look back on to know that coming back from two zip just doesn't happen. Okay. In the last 27 years in baseball history, right? Last 27 years, a team has gotten down two zip in a best of seven series and come back to win twice. Okay. Twice. Once we all know Red Sox down three zip against the Yankees. And that's one of the momentous comebacks ever in the history of all sports, right? That and the Dodgers coming back from down two zip against the Braves in 2020 during the bubble playoffs. That's it. All, all the other two zip leads, those teams have won. When you get up two nothing in a series, it used to be, well, you know, it, it doesn't start until a team loses on its home field. No, you get down two zip, that's it. And I know that I know that, hey, the Astros, everybody's afraid. This series is over. The Rangers are up two nothing. They're up two nothing. They're going home, and and maybe they split the next two. But okay, they're up three one. I mean, it, it's yes, the Astros. This is not a hundred and ten win juggernaut. This is an Astros team that barely squeaked in, that won ninety games, that needed the Rangers to lose at the end just to come in and be the division champion. This is not a great Astros team. This is not a team that I look up and go, man, the All Stars up and down the lineup. All this is a team that struggled to win ninety games. Is this the Astros year? Not like it was years before. If it was. I would say, well, here they are. They still have that. They still have that mentality. One win. You never know what could happen. Everything can can uh, they can catch fire, and and we can see it roll out from there. But you're going on the road, and you have to win the next two to get back into it, and it just doesn't happen, right? It just doesn't happen twice in the last 27 years in baseball history. Yeah, I mean, you, you thought you'd gotten some continuity down the stretch. You had a lot of missed time over the course of the year. Uh, you're looking at Alvarez, who. Just don't pitch to him seems to be the uh, mantra here. I, he took the uh, hat trick of strikeouts uh, game one and then came back with a couple of home runs, but he missed 50 games this year. You look at El uh, Tuve was limited to 90 games uh, and various uh, players missing a couple of weeks here and there, but thinking they, they got 
healthy and right down the stretch. And then you look at Valdez, his last two times out, he's been awful. Couldn't get through the third today. Four runs uh, allowed, only lasted two and two-thirds. So invincibility, that that cloak, that uh, super suit is gone, right? And for the Rangers, even without the high-priced additions, and now we're seeing Scherzer's going to pitch game three, how much do you love that? I kind of feel like I'm watching the Mets, so I, I, I'm at this point. I'm like, well, you just kind of adopt like, him at this time. Yeah, well, well, and the same thing with Verlander, right? I mean, yeah. Verlander for the Astros. It's like it's like I have a Met playing in every game. No, that's just it, right? It's like which guy do you like more? Uh, and look, nobody's feeling sorry for the Astros. I mean, I do like that uh, you know long coat that Dusty Baker wears that kind of looks like Darth Vader's cape and all. But for the Astros, yeah, not not a charmed life, not a, not a massive runoff, and it's what we've been talking about with the playoffs. You and I uh, of winning a hundred games or or whatever doesn't matter. Are you hot at the right time? Do you pull the right strings? And can you jump out to a lead? Right. That that's been the other thing. Is are you fast starters? Because we've seen starting pitching get beat up pretty early in these uh, in these games. And then it's a frantic pace to try to come back. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at first, first listen. listen. This season... We're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge Podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here and this season takes it to a whole new level old school legends modern power players and ex-lovers are all competing in cape town south africa for the prize of three hundred thousand dollars and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast listen to mtv's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts carol g juan gabriel christina aguilera what do these three have in common you mean apart from impeccable style, chart-topping canciones, and drama? Facts, yes, all of the above are correct. But most importantly, they're some of the biggest Latin icons in the world. And they're just a few of the game-changing Latin stars we're covering in Becoming an Icon Season 2. Listen to Becoming an Icon on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.